You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to Transformation Radio, where we transform lives through purposeful conversations. Tonight's intro song was All or Nothing, and we'll revisit that song later in the show. I'm your host, Clifton Pettyjohn. I'm a purpose strategist, author, transformation coach, and spiritual leader. I provide ventilation through coaching, speaking, and consultation. Tonight, I want to give a special shout-out to the lady who has made this show possible, Miss Yvonne Mason. Thank you for providing a platform for this show. I'm grateful for this opportunity. Listen, we are about to get to tonight's amazing guest, but first, I want to remind everybody that the Transformation Radio, that Transformation Radio is a safe space and place for those who have been marginalized or overlooked for whatever reason. Here they come and share their stories of transformation in efforts to encourage and inspire our listening audience. With that said, please understand that our guest list is extremely diverse and their views and opinions may differ from mine and yours. I ask that we keep an open mind with the understanding that at the end of the day, we can all agree to disagree if we listen from a place of growth and unity. And we can all learn from each other. During the show, I will open up the phone lines for those who may have questions or comments concerning the topics that we will discuss on tonight. Please understand, for the sake of time and respect to our guests, I will limit calls to 60 to 90 seconds. All right? The call-in number is 516-387-7656. Again, 516-387-1756. Now, without further ado, help me welcome Mr. Hit him in the Mouth with Your Success himself, Confidence Coach, Mr. A.T. Jones. Oh. What's going on, man? Uh, listen, that was incredible, man. And I thank you for that um, amazing announcement of, of who you are and what this amazing platform does for so many amazing people. Yes, yes, yes. We want to make sure that everyone has the opportunity to live a transformed life and connect with their purpose and understand and finding a lot of people who don't even realize that they have a purpose or they feel that they've been called or created to do doesn't have much weight or value. So I always wanted to create a platform where we could have other people come on and talk about their journey and the transformation that they experienced over their lives. So I'm grateful again for you joining us. We welcome you to the show and we are excited to get to know more about you and what it is that you do to make this world a better place. That's amazing, man. So we can start I, I, I'm honored. Let's go. Let's get it in. Let's get it in. Okay, my fault. I'm sorry. Here we go. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I am um, Anthony Tyrone Jones. I'm originally from Selma, Alabama. Um, okay. I, uh, you know, I'm the only child. Um, and, you know, I've been on this journey to being an amazing musician because that was my first love, and that ended up leading me into all these other crazy directions. And that's kind of it. You know, that's how you can just look at the story. Start. That's how the story starts. Okay. You know, um, and yeah, and um, now um, I'm in 
New York. I, I lived in Chicago about six years. Uh, I'm rich, I, I lived in Augusta. Let me let me slow it down a little bit because I'm moving around and I see all kinds of stuff. It got me distracted. Um, but okay. me having a music career, um, you know, uh, my grandfather he was a famous gospel singer, and that just really motivated me. And um, so I knew I had a passion to doing that and fell in love with music and church, man, and started playing piano, and that just opened up so many doors. Okay, awesome, awesome. Now, do you still do you still play the piano? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I I do. I'm a professional pianist, and um, that's my that's okay. how that's how I eat. That's how you know. Um, <laughs> for a lot of people that don't know, uh, piano players, if you have an ear, and if you can play in church, they'll pay you pretty well. And um, um, I I I gain the skill and the ability to. Um, be able to play anything I hear. And then I honed in on that craft and got better. And the better you are, the more money you make. Because, you know, time is money. So when you're, when you're good at what you do, uh, people value that. And they pay for that. And so I, I've been able to create a career playing the piano um, to provide an income for me to have the stability to be out in the world trying to do what I'm trying to do. Okay, now let's talk about that because you were talking about how you developed that gift and how it afforded you the opportunity um, to, you know, love to do what you love to do while making money with it. Now, I saw that you have been coined the niche uh, guru. Yes, yes, I am the niche guru. Uh, And just to talk a little bit about that is, you know, a lot of people have businesses, but they do not have, they, they have, people have hustles. You know, a business is something that people come to because you do it better than anybody else, right? So if you got McDonald's, mm-hmm. you got the what? The Big Mac, right? You got Burger King, you got the Whopper, right? You know, you got, you know, KFC, what they sell, chicken, right? So, you know, right. those places are of value because of what they do. And so we got people out here that are entrepreneurs, but they don't have a niche. So it's like, okay, you're a jack of all trades? I mean, come on. Like, you know, what are you doing? And, you know, I've just been blessed to understand, one, my gift and what I know how to do and know how to put it in a place where I don't get in the way. And it allowed me to understand what I do at a granular level for me to provide insight for other people. Now, that helps me segue, segue right into the next uh, question that I have with you, because there, uh, what I got from everything that you were saying was that even though you have a business or you're an entrepreneur, if you don't have the confidence in what it is that you are producing or that what you do, then you won't you know, be able to, for it to translate into money or translate it to, into success. So how do you, as a coach, how do you help people gain that confidence in what it is that they are presenting or, you know, the, the gift or the talent or the ability that they have? Okay, that's a good question. Um, well, I, I personally have a process where, you know, I think a lot of people, they start off with the talent and the gift. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't start I don't start with the talent and the gift. I start okay. um, 
I start at your basics. You know, the basics is what job do you have right now? You know what I mean? What are you doing right now for free? What bands are you playing in right now for free? What are you doing right now as a regular person to benefit your life? And, you know, I have this okay. thing where I, where I do a money plan, right? So, and I know I'm kind of like talking around what you said, but I, I want you to understand um, how I come at a person. Um, mm-hmm. If I can get your money right, I can deal with your attitude. If right. I can deal with your attitude, I can then get you to do the stuff you need to do for your business. Mm-hmm. There's a three-part section of how anybody's going to be successful from playing the drums, to coloring crayons, to being a singer, to having a podcast. Everybody that's in the world, they got to have their money right and they got to have their emotions right before their business to grow. If you don't have those mm-hmm. two things right, your business, I don't care who you are, what you do, whatever. So I really don't even start with people's gift, their talent. I don't even go there. <laughs> and, they, and a lot of my clients, they're irritated in the beginning because they, they feel like, oh, man, I'm ready to just go out here and be Michael Jackson. Or, you know, I'm ready to go out here and be the biggest <laughs> in the world. <laughs> you but, know? And I'm like, well, woo. all right, well, how many, how many books have you sold of your own that you wrote? And they said, well, AT, mm. I, I, want to be, I want to be the number one seller, but I ain't sold not one book yet of my own. Are you going to be the number one seller, and you haven't sold not one of your own personal copies of your book? And so right. you've got to get people back to the basics. So the money plan is the first thing that I teach people. Then as we get into the money plan, I stop you from living check to check. As soon as I stop mm-hmm. you living check to check, you start to get confidence in your body. Why? Because you got money in the mm-hmm. bank. I don't care who make you mad. <laughs> Listen, right, right. I don't care. <laughs> Anybody can make you mad because I got the money in the bank. I'm going to be all right, right? And now, since I got your money right, now I could, we could talk about your emotions, like how your baby daddy keep getting on your nerves, right? And your baby mama, mm-hmm. she's straight up acting the dunk, like <laughs> straight up, just lose her by. Right. And, like, you you got to understand, okay, I got money, but now I got to deal with my baby mama, right? Or, you know, I got money, but now I got to deal with the law enforcement, or I got money, and, or I got to deal with my emotions because money ain't problem no, no more. Money's a simple problem to fix, but people don't have the knowledge to understand mm-hmm. how to fix it, right? And so now I got you on the level where, okay, my money good. Now, AT, you done, you done solved my problems. I got a book out called The Master Reset. Why I got this mm-hmm. book out? Because I got tired of seeing our young people getting killed out here on these streets because they won't give the police officer their license. That don't make any sense to mm-hmm. me. Give the police officer right. your license, right? Because it don't matter at the end of the day, right? And, and what is that called? That's called emotional intelligence. We lack that. We lack mm-hmm. it. So since we, since we lack emotional intelligence, that's why you're seeing people on the news getting shot and killed and all these problems happening. And so I made a book called The Master Reset. And with that book, it it causes you to stop going zero to a thousand for nothing. You know, mm. um, I really got to get people to understand confidence has nothing to do with a crowd being around and everybody screaming your name. That has nothing to do with it. Like I could, I'm the most confident person in the world, you know, walking with my daughter in the park because I know I got my money right. I know my emotions right. And then, boom, I'm working on my business. That's that's success. 
You know what I'm saying? That, right, that's I a agree. Full, <laughs> that's a full balanced meal of success. And that's the beginning. Now you're like, okay, AT, you got my money right, right? You got my emotions right. Now you got to help me find out how am I going to show the world what I love to do, right? What I love to do. Mm. Now, now this is so special right here because what the problem is, is most people are already in their niche, but they don't want to claim it. <laughs> <laughs> they be like, they don't even want to claim it. How do I know that? Because you got random books that you done wrote, and, like, you got a random topic, right? You got a random – you got this random little project over here. You did this video over here a long time ago. You don't know why you did that video. You got, like, 10, 15 songs sitting over here. And, like, all this stuff is scattered. And, like, what happens is when people come and they talk to me and we get our niche together, right? I mm-hmm. wrote my book, mm-hmm. like, three years ago. I wrote my book three years ago, right? I've been mm-hmm. the same person. My book just came out this year, right? I've been a conference right. coach all my life, but I just came out with a book called The Master Reset. I've been this dude. Ain't never nothing. Nothing ain't changed. You know what changed? I understood this is my niche and I need to stay in my lane. So all of these right. things that I'm doing, it, it's me all day. I just never told the world it's me. Yes, yes. You feel me? I, see, I you ain't telling the world it's you. You're a jack of all trades, and that's what people have a problem with. Mm-hmm. They have a problem with saying, yo, like like for me, I'm Coach A.T. Jones. I'm the niche guru. I'm a confidence coach. I teach the power of emotional intelligence. I can live with that for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to be nothing else. I ain't got to be the, the piano player that'll play for Stevie Wonder. I ain't got to be, the, you know what I'm saying, I ain't got to be the hottest producer in the world. I ain't got to be all this other stuff. That's the problem with people. They want to be Beyonce, Jay-Z, uh, two chains all at the same time. Yes. It just doesn't work that way. You cannot do all and that. I, it just don't work. Don't work that way. I, like, you know, I um, love everything that you're saying. You're saying so much. Like, it's so much that you just hit us with all at once. You really hit us in the mouth with all this at one <laughs> yeah. time, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm excited I, about this, man. And I love it. Like, I, I, I hear your excitement and your passion behind it, and I know that it's you. You know, that's one of the things I tell people. I know when you are giving me a script versus you are <laughs> giving me something you are living on an everyday basis because you're right. not just trying to get me to apply principles that you haven't applied on your own. Now, I right. want to slow down and talk about this emotional intelligence uh, All right. a little, All right. you know, a little more. I really want right. us to talk about that because you, you hit something, and I wrote this down, and this is the way that I got right. it. It was don't let, the gift, don't let the gift go before the basics. Get, as you yeah, talked absolutely. about, getting back to the basics. And, the basics uh, is I my money you said my emotions. <laughs> right, right. And you said it so profoundly because a lot of people think that when I get my gift and I acknowledge my gift and I realize my gift, it's going to make me money. Oh no. Versus I need to get my money straight first, get my emotions straight first. Because right, I've seen right, a lot right. of people 
where um, they haven't been successful in business because of the emotional intelligence there. So can we, can you slow down and tell everybody exactly what the EQ is or your emotional, emotional intelligence actually is Absolutely. like in layman terms? Absolutely. I'm going to give you my formula, man. I wish y'all would go out and support me and buy my book, but you know what? My goal is to be like uh, uh, Comcast. They say I'd rather everybody steal my service and have my service than, than another competitor come out here and just be winning over me. So, listen, I'm going to give right. it to you today because I want every person that's on this broadcast to understand you do not have to live the lifestyle you've been living. Like, it's a story that has been told to you because you ain't know no different. It's just like, it's just like, and, and a lot of people will get this when I say this. It's just like, you know, when you grow up in church, right, and then you've been in church all your life and you was a kid, you respect all the elders and everything, and then as you become a grown man and stuff, now you really see the true colors of, of, the, of behind the scenes of what church is. You know, now you're like, oh, my God, I feel, I feel supposed to, know all this stuff now. I feel supposed to come and pray and be trusting in y'all and doing all this. It's the same concept, right? You, you're like, okay, I need to know God on my own. I don't need to look. I can't be waiting for that. The pastor, he's probably not going to tell me the right stuff. This is how this right. is going to work right now. Right now. Um, let me tell you this little short story, and then I'll get into how I use this. Um, so I had to go speak in Utica, New York. And uh, when I had to go to Utica, New York, I bought my ticket to go up there and come back. So got my ticket, boom, went there, got on the train. It was the most beautiful scenery that I ever seen in my life. If you ever been up north um, uh, in uh, uh, upstate New York, it's beautiful, man. Like it's just the, the trees, mm-hmm. the mountainside, you know, the, the water. It's, it's incredible. So going and, and enjoying this ride, and then I get to Utica incredible event, man, everybody was like, hit him in the mouth. I was like, yo, this is really worth it because it was kind of like one of my first events that I ever attended and, like, really started mm-hmm. doing my thing. And then so it's time to go, and then everybody's like, all right, AT, you know, it's, thank you for coming up here. So I go, and they drop me off at the bus station. When they drop me off at the bus station, they uh, say, all right, man, you have a good day. And two of the people that were sitting there was waiting to see if I could get on the bus and be safe and everything. So I go to the window, and I, ha- I didn't have my paper ticket, but I had my ticket on my phone. And so when I went up to the counter, I said, sir, I'm just checking in, see if I can get on the bus, see if everything was all right. He said, all right, let me see your, let me see your phone, see if you're in the system. So I got my phone, seeing if I was in the system and everything. He said, oh, I see you right now. Okay, I see you. Okay, you have a good day. And he walked away. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm in the system. And then I knocked on the window. I said, sir, come here for a minute. I want to get a paper copy because I just want it so when I get on the bus, you know, I think I need a paper. I don't know. He said, oh, I thought you said you had brought your paper copy already. I said, no, sir, I didn't bring my paper copy. I just, I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get a paper copy from you. And then so he said, um, uh, sir, I thought you said you had your paper copy. I said, man, are you, I said, man, you playing with me? I said, I, I didn't. I, I said, I did not say I had my paper copy. I'm, I'm trying to get a paper copy from you. Then he just walked away. And then so at this point, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling a little weird. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I know it ain't right, right? And then so like, so I'm like, all right. So I went to the guy again. I said, sir, I'm, I'm at, can I get a paper copy? And he said, you need to talk to your bus driver. 
And so at this point, my heart started beating a little fast and a little irritated because I'm like, why is this so difficult? I don't know why it's so hard because I'm paid for my ticket. I just need him to do what he needs to do. And I don't know if anybody ever been in a scenario like that, but that's just how I'm feeling. So I go outside, mm-hmm. the bus drives up, and then so I'm going, and I go up to the bus driver. He's smiling. He's telling everybody, hey, and everything. And I say, hey, sir, how you doing? Listen, my name is uh, Anthony Jones, and listen, I, I got my bus pass right here. He said, oh, that's nice. You got your ticket on your phone. You don't have any papers? I said, no, sir. He said, well, if you don't have any papers, I can't do nothing for you. I said, mm. wait, what? <laughs> you, what? Hold on. Wait. Wait a minute. Did you say what I think you said? <laughs> All right. And then, so I said, well, sir, <laughs> I didn't ask the man behind the window three, four, five times, can I have some papers? He said, oh, oh, you was wasting your time with that. He's not going to give you no papers because you didn't buy the ticket from here. So. At this point, all my emotional intelligence, everything that I know, at that point, it kicks in. And mm-hmm. this is what I teach my students. And if you understand this is what I have to do to overcome this battle, the circumstances are those things that you cannot change, right? Circumstances mm-hmm. is a, a snowstorm. It's snowing outside. It's sunny, right? circumstances like, man, somebody cheated on you, you know, some a disaster that happened. That's a circumstance. You can't, you don't have anything to do with that, right? You understand that? That makes sense? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Now, everything else you can control. So, this is how it works. My thoughts are the most important tool to my disposal. That's my, that's my, that's my lifeline. It's like my heartbeat, my thoughts my brain, my head, my thoughts. So my thoughts control my feelings. You got to get this. You got to hear what I'm saying. If my mm-hmm. thoughts ain't right, my feelings ain't going to be right, right? My feelings mm-hmm. control my actions. You got to get this, man. My feelings, I bust them windows out that car, right? <laughs> yo, mm-hmm. yo. But my, my thoughts control my feelings. My feelings control my actions, right? Now, this is the most important thing. My actions control my results. Mm-hmm. So, so, so this is ingrained in, like, so when I'm having a problem, when I feel my tone in my voice is starting to, like, go a little lower or, like, I'm getting excited, first thing I got to ask myself, is this a circumstance, Right. Did I have anything to do to change the scenario? Can I change it? And then if I say no, I definitely immediately have to go to my thoughts, right? So I'm going to go back to the scenario because now I'm pissed off because this dude told me he's not going to give me my – he's not going to, like, let me on a bus because I didn't pay for the ticket at this location. Now I'm the only black dude around, only one. Now, mm. when I watch the news, when I watch the news, right, if they call the police, like, and you're the only black person around, like, <laughs> I don't want to be in that scenario. So all I can think at this right. point is, how can I eliminate having those type of problems? Because at this point, I'm up here by myself. I'm Coach A.T. Jones. The world knows me, but I can't nobody help me right now. I'm out here by myself. So mm-hmm. immediately, immediately, I'm saying, Sir, what do I need to do? He said, the only thing you could do is go buy another ticket. <laughs> so, what? 
to it. I have been paid for my ticket. <laughs> I gotta go buy that ticket. So I said, okay, Anthony, you got you got another event that you gotta get to, bro. You can't be sitting around here crying about spilled milk. Now it ain't your fault that these people are acting crazy. It ain't your fault that these people uh, may be a little racist. It, it ain't your fault that you you know people want to act ignorant because they see you looking good, you smelling good, right? You see, they listen. They see right. you think you the man right now. You know what? They know you the man right now. You see what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? Because my right, thought right. control what? What? What my thought control? My feelings, right? They know you the man. Mm-hmm. They know you got money in the bank. Mm-hmm. They know you got some money in the bank. So why don't you mm-hmm. go up there with your mm-hmm. get your car right now? You go up there. And so I went up there and I said, sir, listen. Um, I just want to go and I want to um pay for another ticket. You know what he said? He said, you got to pay full price. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. Hello? I think we lost him, but listen, guys, he has given us he has given us so much to think about. Now, he's trying to call back in as soon as we get back to him. But he says something regarding emotional intelligence that I hope that we're grasping. He said that our thoughts control our feelings, our feelings control our actions, and our actions control our results. And if we can begin to apply that to every area of our lives, then we can begin to see a transformation in our emotions. Because I can tell you uh, one of the things that, that I've had to deal with a lot in my life, um, well, honestly, over the last five or six years, are my emotions or my um, lack of emotional intelligence regarding certain situations. It was certain situations that came up to help me realize that I was not exercising intelligence in my emotions. So I hope that we're really understanding, you know, the basic principles that he's giving us in order for us to be successful in our lives, in our businesses. These principles can be applied to your ministry, to your marriage, to your personal life. The first two things that he said that we need to deal with in order to be successful in our gifts, talents, or our abilities, or, you know, in our businesses, or in our own life, or what? Money, in our emotions. And if many of us are honest, those things weigh heavy on us more than a lot of other things on a daily basis. So I hope we're really gathering a lot of the things that he is saying. Um, And he said this too, and I want us to realize it. And and this goes back to what we're feeding ourselves in moments of challenges, in moments of challenges. Uh, He said that money is, I wrote this down. He said money is a simple problem to fix. However, some of us just don't have the knowledge uh, to fix it. We haven't acquired that knowledge. So if you're out there and you, you find yourself in that state, I encourage you, uh, if we can get him back on tonight, he's going to give you guys the information that you can reach out to him uh, and, and reach out to him and find out about this money plan. I encourage you. I tell everybody. Some people say, I don't need a coach. The reality is we all, I'm a coach and I need a coach. That's the reality of it. And somebody said, well, this coaching thing is overhyped. 
It's not overhyped, and you can't tell me it's overhyped if you have not tried it. And even when you try it, one of the things I said in my book, From Stagnation to Transformation, I tell people that that book gives you principles. There's a 21-day coaching actuation designed to manumit purpose. It's basically basically a daily devotional, a 21-day daily devotional with some work that you must apply And if you apply that work, you will begin to see that transformation in your life. And I tell you, if you read it and you prove to me that you've applied the principles and yet you haven't seen transformation in your life, I'll give you a full money-back guarantee. Why? Because I believe that many times the reason why we don't see some of the results that we desire, that we say we desire to see, is because we haven't applied the principles uh, that we've been given. And tonight, y'all, as I said, he's given us some principles that if we apply, and even how he was talking about the situation that he faced. Now, I don't know if some of you caught on to it or, or you weren't um, you weren't listening, you know, like in the detail, but he even showed the confidence coaching that he does. He coached himself through that very process. And I believe in any coach that can coach themselves through a situation where what they are teaching other people is being tested and tried. He coached himself back to it to realize and establish the confidence in his life in order for him to make a decision that was emotionally intelligent because he could have caused the scene. He could have done all those other things. It would have prevented him from making it to his next engagement And then what if somebody else was watching him that just came from the event? So I'm excited about this. Like I said, hopefully we can get him back on the line. He is traveling. If we can't, we definitely will schedule him once again. But I like what he said, and we're going to talk about this uh, for the next, I believe I have him back. Hold on one second. Let's see if we have him back. Hello? Well, we're going to talk about this for the next half an hour or so, or however much time we have left. Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you can now. You? We got you back. Man, I was just talking. I was in. I was like, hold up. I ain't even <laughs> on no more. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. I, I was just reiterating some of the things that you said, but one of the things that that I loved about the story you were telling. I'm going to let you get back to the story and finish it. But you said, I I was telling them how you talked about your thoughts control your feelings, your feelings control your actions, and your actions uh, control your results. And I was telling them how even in you telling the story, you talked yourself back up to a level of emotional intelligence. Right. And I just want you to go on and continue with your story. Where, where did I stop? Because what's the last thing you heard? The last thing we heard was that he told you you had to pay full price. Oh, okay, cool. So he said you got to pay full price, and I, and you know, at that point, my heart was in my chest because I was like, I already made a decision to pay for the ticket, no matter what it what it was. So I said, so it doesn't matter what it is because I can afford it. Um. Mm. Then we, we he slowly walked to the counter, and then when he walked to the counter, um, he, you know, uh, 
asked for my card, and I slid on my card and everything, and he gave me the pen. And as he gave me the pen, man, uh, he told me that uh, you can call in the office, and then they'll give you a refund for all your for all these problems right now. <laughs> like, I was like, dude, don't talk to me. Leave me alone. I don't even want to have this conversation with you right now, <laughs> you know, and, you know, and so you know we 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 at that mode, and then so you know, um, I I signed my my paper, and then like I'm about to run out, and then right before I'm about to run out, man, he said, "Hey, you got my pen, <laughs> yo, yo, Cliff, <laughs> yo, yo, man, yo." It, it, it was like, I don't know, it was like every little button that could have been pressed, he just wanted to try pressing it. Let me see if this will work. And then, see, that's what people got to understand. What I'm talking about right now was a learned behavior that I had to ingrain mm-hmm. in myself. It's just almost like mm-hmm. you don't like beer when you first start drinking beer, right? You don't like mm-hmm. it. You just don't. Mm-hmm. It's not on your palate of life. If you kept drinking beer, you're going to start liking Heineken. You're going to start liking Corona. You're going to start liking it, right? Because that that has been an acquired taste that you want. When it comes to emotional intelligence, it's almost like as a man or a woman, once you start mastering your EQ, it's like almost doing like push-ups. It's a drive to want to defeat your adversaries. Like, I laugh at people that's always hollering and screaming and losing their mind. I'm like, you know, you're going to be poor the rest of your life. <laughs> you're you going to be broke. I don't even argue with them. I actually sit there and, and wonder, how long are you going to continue that? How long is that going to mm. be part of your DNA? You know, you're seeing your mama do it, your granddaddy do it, your uncle them do it, sister them do it. You're seeing everybody do it. And you ain't thought now one time that might not be the way to do it. Man. That might not be the way. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, that is what confidence is. Even becoming a, a motivational speaker, man, I didn't get permission. Nobody didn't say, oh, you sound good speaking. I kept doing this every day until people started watching. This ain't about nobody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Think about it. nobody. I don't, I don't care nothing about if you think I did a good show or not. Think I care about what you think about me? No. What, what? This is what I really care about. If I said something that really affected you to make you want to transform, that ain't this what the show about? <laughs> that's what. That's what it's all. And that. That's my. My primary uh, purpose is to get people to connect with the essence of their creation where they realize it doesn't matter what anybody else says, thinks, or how they feel about it. Just do be like Nike and just do it. The problem is, man, I'm going to tell you what the problem is with maybe 99.9% of everybody. It's Mm -hmm. environment. Mm. There's it's environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not many strong minded people that can rise above adversity. Not many. Right. That's why you see a lot of 
you know, people come from the hood and then they grow because they're very strong minded. That mind is so important to to be able to deal with certain things a certain type of way. And if you can't do it, then you're in trouble. And so what happens is 99.9% of everybody is not in the proper environment. I was watching this show mm-hmm. about um, this girl who uh, who got adopted as a kid, and now she wanted to find out who her parents was. And then so she, she got with this white family, and, man, I'm talking about this girl was fit. She was on the track team. She was doing everything. I was like, Valerie Victoria, like every scholarship in the world, they gave it to her. Then she wanted to go meet her mom and dad, and then, boom, went to meet mom and dad. For the first time, they obese, you know, they, 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 you know, one's a crack addict, one died, you know. They got drug abuse problems. They got, like, 10, 12 kids. There was nothing different from that girl. Nothing. The only thing that was different for that girl is her environment. She got the same genes right. and everything that her family had. And right. so my knowledge of people is you got to, emotionally intelligent because you might not have the cards to be in an incredible environment. You heard what I said? That's good. That's good. You So that's, that's good. why my book sets your brain up so that you can live in Jamaica even though you ain't, Jamaica ain't, ain't nowhere near, ain't, ain't around you nowhere. My book has you feeling like I'm going to be where I want to be, even though I don't have no mentor. You, you, you know what I mean? Mm. Because mm. everybody needs a, a, a starting chance. They say, where do I start? How do I get on, AT? How are you the niche guru? Well, first, get the basics. Can you go to a job and save 30% of your money? You know what I'm saying? Like, can you not mm. cut out the people around you because you hurt? The simple. <laughs> <laughs> Because once you do the simple, what's going to happen is people that are successful hang out in the park. And see, Mm -hmm. most people don't go to the park because they always grind it. So you don't have time to go to the park and chill and just be out there with Mm -hmm. you and have fun because you're grinding. The the people that are successful are at at, at, – Conventions or fundraisers ain't out here in no studio. <laughs> People that are you, you're talking good. Like I'm trying to, like, dude, I went and met, uh, 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 I went and met, uh, what's the girl named June Abrams by just being in the park, hanging out with my daughter. And now mm-hmm. you got, you be like, dang, AC, what do you mean? Okay, so. I work real hard and I grind on what I'm doing. And so I'm not saying that you need to go to the park and then you're going to just meet the right person. What I'm saying is (laughs) you got to have everybody at the park tonight. (laughs) You got to understand there's levels to this. Once you done work real hard, you don't have to continue to work hard. You just go and chill. And then the people that's chilling going to end up attracting to you. 
so you're at the part and you're ready. Now you got your catalog song. Now you got your copyrights and everything together. And you just chilling because you just out here with your kids. See, nobody ain't never thinking like that because they grinding so hard and emotionally they're so stressed out. I did a broadcast today about why single parents hold on to their money. And the reason why single parents hold on to their money because they only spend their money for pleasure or pain, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you need, mm-hmm. That's it. You ain't spending your money on no, mm-hmm. no, no book, no life, no, no life book because it ain't no pleasure or pain in that. That's why a lot of people don't understand why they can't make money from people because you're not providing products that got pleasure and pain. You get some red bottom new type of shoes, and then now people are gonna say, "Oh, I need that pleasure. I need. I owe myself that, right? That's pleasure. I owe myself that wow. vacation. You put you put an all white party together, and, and y'all turn it up with some strippers. <laughs> I bet you and it'll be mm-hmm. packed out. <laughs> really? You know what I'm saying? Right. Why? Because that's pleasure. Right. That's pleasure. Right. You you do a you do a uh, you do a convention trying to save a hundred people's lives and, and all that stuff, they're not gonna come because they don't find the value and the pleasure or the pain in that convention to save their life or, or make them a million dollars. They don't they don't find the value. Now let's stay they right there. It. Let's stay right there. Um because before you got on I was also talking about the value of having a coach. And I was telling them, I said, yeah. to me, we all need coaches. I said, even oh, as yeah. coaches, we need coaches. I said, um, oh, yeah. so I want you to talk about the value in what you just said, because um, you talked about most most uh, people, especially when they're in the wrong environment, are, you know, they haven't reset their mind. Um, they haven't purchased your book and reset their mind. Then, you know, they purchase out of pain and pleasure. How do we right. how do we get from that state of purchasing out of pain and pleasure or if we are, you know, coaching individuals that, that aren't seeing the value of it, or maybe it's our we're going after the wrong individuals <laughs> who aren't seeing the value of it, how do we help them raise, you know, that is it getting back to the basics? Well, you know, when it comes to value you know, um, the biggest problem with people is they don't understand that it's not about the talent and the gift and the skills and all that. It's about, like, the conversation that me and you are having right now. Um, mm-hmm. I, could, I could tell you anything. You could tell me anything at this point after we get off the phone because we built this relationship together. Right. 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 That's what mentorship right. is. A lot of people get it twisted by thinking that it's going to be a Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's not going to be a Mr. Miyagi wax on, wax off. It's going to be. It's not going to be that. It's going to be on, on a whole other level of life where mentors are supposed to inspire you. I think that's what the problem why a lot of people don't get what they're looking for when they're trying to get a mentor. Like a mentor, you don't need to talk to them every day. They could do something and you see them doing it on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and it inspires you so much that now you go and you create like 10 different things off of that person that, that inspired you. Right. Um, you, 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 and they say this, and, and like, man, these 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 uh, parables are so profound. What the how do how do they say it? 
the student appears, the teacher shows up when the student appears, right? What What is it? But I don't know how it is. But this is how I could say it. I went bowling one day, and I try to tell everything in a story because it, it, it translates with people. Went bowling oh, yes. one day, right? So when I went bowling, then I got my, my shoes. They gave me some raggedy shoes. They gave me a ball. And then now I'm out there talking junk with everybody else trying to bowl. Now, I'm out there, and now I bowl the ball, and when I bowl the ball, the ball goes all the way down the pin, and it just inch over a little bit and hit the pin, and I lose my mind. Like, I'm like, did y'all see that curve on that ball? I'm talking about, did y'all see that curve on that ball? And I'm talking about, I'm going, I'm so lit. I, I was so, I was like, yo, they like, dude, your ball just inched over. It was like a normal inch. But for me, it inspired me because I seen everybody right. else bowling, and they ball go all the way over to the left and then come back real hard and hit it, right? And <laughs> but I, I could not do that. But, but my ball did it just a little bit. It looked like it even just attempted to do it, right? So now at this point, I go and I get me brand new shoes. I go and get me brand new balls. I go and get me a headband. I go get me a, a wristband. I'm going to the, I'm going, listen, straight up. Listen, straight up. I'm going to the bowling alley four, five times a week. Like, straight up. I'm standing. I got my, like, yeah, I, listen, I got my sweat towel. Like, I got my powder. I'm like, yo. Then I got my homeboy coming there every week. Like, yo, son, you, your form ain't right, son. Like, so I'm all in. Because of that one moment of the ball just inching mm. over, I remember it like it was yesterday. That mm. is the point. That is the point of success, right there. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people get it twisted. The fact that I got so excited about something that was what I was interested in, I liked. Right. I invested. I went out there and got a ball, a shoes. Now I'm trying to get coaches and stuff. That's how everybody' career starts. Mm, that's good. It it don't start where you just naturally dunking on everybody. Right. It don't start. Right. It it don't it don't start there. It don't start there. I even remember when I started playing piano back in the day. It was everybody playing piano. I felt like I was the worst one. Like dang, everybody playing piano. It's like. How y'all learn that? Like I just, how y'all learning that stuff so fast? But the race isn't given to the person that is the, the best, the fastest, the quickest, the smartest. Mm-hmm. It's given to the person that endures to the end. So me playing ten years, still going strong. Fifteen years, still going strong. My sixteen year, I played for CB Wonder. See, it don't matter what nobody else doing. You you hit something right there. When when you realized you were running your own race and yep. you were willing to put the work in, in the background. When nobody right. saw it, no you right. know, you, you were ready to put the work in for that and then it produced public. Right. And it was when a I fell in love. it wasn't overnight thing. No. When I fell in love and, and I'm gonna tell you this, mm-hmm. bro, this is the thing that a lot of people do not want to hear. Man, I played for so many revivals for free. Man, I done played for so many mm. people for free. I get so sick and tired right. of people 
playing for free, but every free thing that I did made me a little bit better. Right. I, listen, people be like, how do you know how to do that? I said, because so many people then jack me around that, like, they forced me to be good. And, and, and like, I'm, I'm going to even be deeper with you, man. People wouldn't pay me and then say I wasn't good. So that made me even hungrier to go home and, like, I'm I'm playing a song good, but now I'm mastering the song on a whole nother level. Because people don't understand, like, you could be Michael Jordan, but nobody in the room will even tell you. They won't even tell you. <laughs> we sit there. So, like, I'm going I'm to let you finish that, but I want I want to hit – you hit something right there. You were basically saying that when they started talking negative negative about it, it just drove you – to work to become better. You didn't, it wasn't a, no. I'm going to, oh, you want to talk about me, then I'm going to talk about you, or you want to say this about me. Well, I did this for free for you. It was, it, let, it, me it, tell, it, let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you this. I think this is my psychological being. I felt like I was crazy. I felt like, I know I'm playing exactly what I hear. And it was mm-hmm. driving me nuts for somebody to say, Oh, that ain't how you do it. Mm. It would drive me nuts. I would go back in. I'd be like, what are they talking about? And so I'm sitting listening to the record and, like, learning everything in the record. I'm learning all the parts. All I'm like, what is it? And so for me, it wasn't like I got offended. I'm trying to figure out what you hear that I don't hear. And mm. And for me, I wanted... And maybe it was because uh, I'm the only child. So growing up, I, I played any instrument, violin, viola, cello, bass, bassoon, oboe. It don't matter what instrument you put in front of me. I could figure it out. And I could. it was just a, a gift that God blessed me with, and I've been able to mature it. My favorite artist is Yanni. I'm weird, man. You you know Yanni, PBS? He's, he's come mm-hmm. on. Man, I'm talking about high energy, mm-hmm. performance, orchestra. Like, that's me all day. I love that type of energy and that's why I'm the dude that I am and I create the way I create. I never can get along with rappers or (laughs) you know like that whole pop culture because it's not about music. It's not about the creation. It's about something lit or hot or turned up and that ain't never been my groove. That ain't never been my style. Um, and, And so I just accepted my uniqueness. I accepted that I like to play piano. I accept it like I don't like to do drums. I like to play. I like to do all the melodies and chords. So I go in the studio, and that's all I do. I ain't going to sit up there and try to make no beats and drive myself crazy trying to write a song and go sing it, then trying to mix it and master it. I don't like doing none of that. I ain't doing none of that. <laughs> I'm going in there. I'm playing the piano. I might be in there an hour and a half. I'm gone. Bye. They make the hits. I'm on the song with uh, with Soldier Boy right now, and I ain't do nothing but play my little piano parts. And then, boom, get up out of there. I'm comfortable with me. That's now. Listen, we have a caller. I want to get the caller, and then we're gonna have oh, to get. Uh, I'm gonna give you uh, a couple of minutes to make your your last final statement because we're coming to an end. The hour goes so fast, and you said so it much stuff. Man. Hold on one second. Let's get this caller here. All right, caller ending in zero seven eight zero. You are on the line. Yes, how y'all doing today? My name is Willie Sanders. I'm well, yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. What's going on, Mr. Jones? 
How you doing, Mr. Willie? Man, I'm doing good, man. You know how you know how I do, man. I just want to first say, Mr. A.T. Jones have have really helped me in a way that I can't even find words to how he's improved me to who I am. And I'm forever grateful for what he's done just in my life in the short period that I have known him, but it felt like I've known him for forever. And I know that, that I, I know that there's a season, there's a reason, and you meet people for a lifetime. And he's one of those people that you can say he's for a lifetime when you have him in your corner. God bless you, man. God bless you, man. I, I appreciate that, Willie, man. You know, um, I, Willie is a, 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 a domination coach. He helps you dominate your environment, man. I, and I remember when I first met Willie, uh, we was working in some training together, man. And, and, like, you have developed into this this Superman, dude. Like, uh, Willie, what, what he does so profound is uh, – he understand this color scheme system where you get to uh, – he understands by just talking to you for a couple of seconds what type of personality that you have. And that's so important oh, in wow. the environment because people – like, you got to know what type of animal you're talking to. You know what I mean? Because you sit up right, and get right, right, irritated yeah. with a person because <laughs> they don't think like you. And Willie is a master of that. And so I'm so blessed to be around gurus like that because – you know, we all are good at something, man. And um, it, it's a blessing, Willie, that you feel like I blessed you like that, man. You've been such a blessing to me as well. And um, I'm just so humbled and honored, man, to, to have profound people around me, man, that, like, we just uplift each other on a level where it's non-competition. It ain't got – it's about, yo, what do you offer to the world? And how can I help you do it better? You know, and, and I got so many people around me that takes on that Animal man and Willie man, God bless you, man, and thank you for coming on the call, man. You know it's much salute to you, man, and I, I love the journey that you're on, man. And I'm gonna tell you something: it get harder before it get easier. <laughs> yeah. So it, uh, one thing I want to leave out for the people, man, for this show, the people that's listening, man, and one thing for you, AT, that you can help everybody is: what is the one thing, AT, that you probably had to give up to be who you are, besides like your job, besides like, you know, the physical thing. I'm talking about within A.T. Jones, what is something that you had to give up? Something that I had to okay, give we'll, up to... Hold on one second. We only have about a minute left. I'm going to let you answer that question, okay. then I'm going to close out the show. Okay. Thank okay. you for calling, okay. caller. Something I had to give up. All right, go ahead. Something I had to give up real quick and keep it real simple. Um, I was with my kids, mom, and, like, you know, I had to let that situation go. And move, and I moved from Chicago to New York. It was one of the hardest decisions I made because I had a family. And with that family, man, I, all I could think about is my baby girl putting her to bed every night and, like, loving her, like, just being that full-fledged daddy, man. You know, now it's five years later. You know, she's spending the summer with me. This is my first summer with my kid. And, like, it was – I, I cried almost every day, man, because somebody else – got to call my my kid calling somebody else dad and all that drama that men go through with their kids mom and stuff and that was hard but i got through it and now i'm coach at jones i'm a confident person i teach the type of emotional intelligence because i didn't let that get me down and now my kid saying daddy you 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 rich you know daddy what's going on people know me and you and so 
Well, I'm just telling I, I don't every want you to hang up. Don't hang up when we don't hang up when we go off the line. I'm gonna close out the show, but we're gonna keep recording the end of the play on the playoff. Okay, I mean on the replay. All right. Okay. Listen, I want to thank okay. you all for joining us on. Thank you all for joining us on tonight. Hopefully, and I know something was said that will encourage you, that will help you along your journey. Don't forget to join us next month. I have my mentee with us again, Miss Keisha Brown. As I always say, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Be blessed. Be blessed. All right, so we are off the air. However, okay. it's going to continue to record what we're talking about. So I want you to go ahead and finish your story um, concerning your your uh, child. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, yeah, um, so uh, that was a hard time for me because as a guy, you know what it takes to be greater. And if you're with a woman that is not really kind of like helping you do that, the hardest thing is to be in love with somebody, but they ain't helping you. And, like, I really had to, like, make that, like, straight-up hard decision of I got to be there for my kid because I see right now she ain't going to change and she ain't going to, like, really, like, be in my best interest. And, like, when I snatched that away, man, it was, it was, it was like pulling a scab off a wound, man, and, like, just having to deal with that, that situation, man. And what 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 I had to do is it woke me up because I went into it like a little depression and I came to New York to be great, but man, now I'm here and my kid called somebody else daddy and all that stuff. It was just really mentally mm-hmm. messing with me, man. It was just like tearing me all the way up. But what happened was I started, you know, uh, playing piano. We could talk about this for days, man. And And I started teaching people how to play piano online. And then the girl asked me, um, what is it like dating a musician? So I started talking to her or whatever, and then we started talking. Then a guy came on and said, I'm about to kill myself. I was like, oh, my God. No, don't kill yourself. Come back. Come over here. <laughs> you know? And we started to uh, really say I matter, man, and we encouraged this guy. And after we got off that broadcast, the guy hit me up. He said, AT, man, you gave me something to believe in, man. And, like, man, I'm so grateful for that. I burned a suicide letter, and, man, I, I, I just owe you my life. And, it, man, it touched me so much that I woke up every day at 3.30 in the morning doing what we on the phone doing right now, reading books, learning, growing, and saying, man, this is what I can do for somebody? You know, wow, this is incredible. I want to do this every day. I've been playing music for 18 years. I ain't never felt like this. And so now <laughs> my whole life is this, <laughs> you know, and, you know, and then my daughter, one day she see me on YouTube, and she said, Daddy, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> Yo, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> that's all I needed to hear. And it snapped me back into reality, and I said, Yo, I'm going to buy you a castle, and your dad is going to be one of the number one motivational speakers in the world. And, um, and bro, I'm telling you, man, I just thank God every single day to just affect one person, just one person. And you know? that, that's, that, that's the key right now. That's the key right there, and I'm glad Willie called in and answered that question uh, because sometimes a lot of people don't realize that in order, you know, to take that leap, there are some things that have to be sacrificed that hurt, and it may not seem like it makes sense at that moment, but when it comes full circle, you stand and realize 
you know what? This was worth it the whole time. Right. 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 I, I am so um man, it was the it was the worst pain I ever felt in my life, man. And and still today you I I gotta still reposition my mind and my heart because my daughter is getting older and so she has a lot of her mom ways and then I gotta re trigger my brain to say that ain't my kid. That's her mom. You know what I mean? And so now I'm conditioning myself to say my job is to make her better. To, to create great habits in her, to show her what to do, what not to do, no matter what's going on in her scenario, and it, it's just a it's a fight for my life, man. And I think the only thing that keeps me going is doing this thing we on the phone doing, because if I can't inspire right. others, man, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm gonna go down real fast, because I gotta I, keep thinking about what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. I definitely get it. I and again, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, we, I had, I'm I enjoyed it. Grateful, I was man. so famous. Man, I'm it so grateful so and honored, man, to meet you, man. Because um, this is all I want to do with with amazing people, man. Anytime you want me to help you, you know, send a donation for something or whatever, man. I want to help you build whatever you're building because that's the only way we're gonna do it, man. You know, right, I, right. I ain't no big person out here. I just love what I love so much that people might believe it's big. You know what I'm saying? And that, like that's how I want to keep it. <laughs> I love it. That's and, it. And, it that, and that's, how, that's how you get it, though. That that's that's the whole point of it. Like I love how each guest I invite on here, each of you are doing your own thing. But it all ties into purpose. It all ties into transformation. It all ties in together, and we all can gain strength from each other. You know, I definitely, I'm definitely going to be linking up with you with some other projects I have coming up because you hit two things that I feel like need to be talked about and explained to people to understand. It's great right. to be gifted, but let me deal with your mind and let me deal with yeah. your money. If right. I can get those two things stable, then you can go places that you never dreamt in or imagined. So I, I definitely am going to mm. be reaching back out to you uh, for some things and definitely want to stay connected with you, man. This, this I enjoyed it. I really did. Now, I do want to let you know that um, the replay, as soon as this, if she posts everything, because um, this young lady, this lady approached me. I was a guest on her her show about a year ago. And I did two shows back to back for her, and she asked me about, why don't you just come on uh, my channel and do your own show? And <laughs> she opened it up to a whole world of people that, you know, the, it's her listening audience. So I want to tell you who, uh, it's, this show is heard in over 200 countries. Um, we have a listening base of uh, 250,000 people. The replay will be on YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, FM.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, Podcast.com, and Podcast Garden. So, you know, I just want you to know that this message that you gave tonight, I'm going to sound like we're in church, <laughs> but what you gave tonight needs to be heard by the people that are going to hear. And I don't want to, I'm getting ready to get off, but I don't want to get off before you give people your contact information. Because I want people to be able to get up with you on all of your social media, everything you have going on, information for your book, 
All of them. Okay, not a problem. Um, well, you can find me at CoachATJones.com, www.CoachATJones.com. I'm sorry about this Amazon. Two seconds. Mm-hmm. They, want, they want to do it as soon as I start saying <laughs> My goodness. You can find me at www.CoachATJones.com. I'm on Facebook at AT Jones. Um, I'm at the real AT Jones everywhere on social media. Uh, you can go to my um, YouTube at the real AT Jones. And I just came out with a new song called Hit Him in the Mouth with Joe Success. Please go on there and comment and subscribe, the real AT Jones. And man, it's an honor to to serve people. And I'm and I'm really in the business of. You know, turning people's ideas into money. And if I can get them there, then you, you're going to have the life you really want. Definitely that's right. That's right. So, so Don, I'm as, so I said, as I said in the show, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, I was done. Okay. Guys, as I said in the show, when, when we got disconnected, I encourage you to contact Coach Jones. Contact him, especially if you know that you need help with your money, you need help with your emotional intelligence, contact him so that he can get you on the right path, all right? Again, thank you all for for tuning in. I'll see you all next month. Coach Jones, thank you again. As I said, we are going to connect again. Have a great evening. Thank you again. You as well. So I know you've heard me talk a lot about working with people in entertainment, and perhaps you don't necessarily work in entertainment. And if you do, you may not need a full overhaul at the moment. However, you may be facing a challenge or working on a project that you could use objective perspective or expertise on. Um, This is why I offer consulting. Here are the areas I can help you in. Branding, marketing, creative strategy, spiritual development, identity strategy, style and image, content strategy, entrepreneurship. I would love to work with you to navigate your challenge or to enhance your project. If you want to book a one-time session or inquire about a short-term consulting relationship, you can do both by visiting YourSupernormal.com. Let's get it.